What's good? What's good? We're back in the red zone. Hey, <laughs> game time. What's going on? What's going on, Creep? How you feeling today, brother? Got some games going on today. Football season's back on the horizon. It is back. It. it is back. It is back. Oh my god, I'm so excited, bro. I I, I can't. I, I I really can't hold my 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 excitement in my uh, too much. It's it's just it's just overflowing. Absolutely, <laughs> it's been a long time. It has. It, it's 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 been it's been uh six months, bro, since like what, the Super Bowl. So, yep. uh, yeah, things have, uh, sorry, let me turn this down. Can you hear me now? All right. Can you hear you loud and clear? Good, good, good. Yeah, it's been some, it's been some time since, uh, Tom Brady won his seventh championship. Oh man. Yeah. Yeah, uh, Tom Brady. That was a a shocker, right? No, no, no one. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was what we all expected, you know. I uh, guess um, with him in uh, Tampa Bay and and them ha- hosting the Super Bowl in Tampa Bay, so it was kind of like the story, <laughs> you know, to add to Tom's Brady's success. Are you still on? Yeah, I'm here. Okay. No, I was I was saying how it wasn't really shocking to me how the Bucks won it. Bucks won the Super Bowl, but how they won it was really uh the telltale of that. Yeah, you you know, Bucks did have a a good defense, but of course, KC they had a great offense and to keep them and holding no touchdown, right? No yeah. touchdowns. That was kind of like what the hell. This yeah, was... definitely something that was definitely a shocker, and uh, they won't hear the end of it them going to Tampa Bay to kick three field goals. <laughs> you know, what no. are those odds? Can you hear me now? Yes, loud and clear. Okay. So, um, just to get into some of this fantasy news, because that's what we're here for. We're in the red zone. I'm here with Creek today. And yeah. uh, it's, 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 it's a good day to be back. We're out. This is what, August 11th? August 12th? August 12th. Yep. August 12th. 2021 uh, the time is flying but uh this is a midday because I, I kind of wanted to get this in before preseason really starts we know we got a, a game last week that was kind of like eh, it was, a, it was yeah hall of fame game you, you don't really anticipate much from that but uh definitely this is the week where all the preseason games start that we want to look at you know what we're looking at drafting and and what to expect for the season for sure yeah, so I kind of wanted to get in like we was talking about earlier, the big fantasy additions, movement, free agency, draft with the rookies. Um, just wanted to like kind of like go over with you and 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 just to see, pick your brain a little bit as far as like how are you going about drafting this year, still dealing with COVID knowing that you mean there are players out there that are vaccinated and unvaccinated well how will that play into part going throughout the year and so definitely uh, with the uh covid how how the impact would be with covid and and how we would draft draft strategy using that um 
I think COVID is not really that big of an issue now. I mean, you hear it in the news, of course, with those who aren't getting vaccinated, they're going to put up or impose some penalties and fines for these people. But, you know, you haven't, I mean, even though the, the cases are rising just around right now, but they're kind of mm-hmm. tailoring off, I don't really see it being an impact in my draft strategy. Um, it's just something that we're going to have to monitor on the way through the season to see who's going to be affected by it. I mean, it's more so just having the correct depth on your team to ensure that if one of your RB1s gets COVID, who who do you have to back them up? You know, just not to be thin at the key positions. Exactly. Um, let's go through, because one of my first dudes that we wanted to talk about was Saquon Barkley. Yeah. So... It was reported a few weeks ago, Saquon Barkley was on the PUP list. Now, all of a sudden, he's coming off the PUP list. They didn't know if he was going to start week one. Now, he may be back week one. Yeah, um, that's something to monitor. I mean, you know, everyone pretty much sees him still in the top 10 as as the running backs coming off in the first um yeah, that's something that I personally, he's been injured, what, two of the past three seasons. He he had yeah. one fall-off season uh, three years ago. You know, I, I don't want to toot the horn. But, but last year, that. he didn't come back in time for some yeah. people's playoffs. Yeah. Fantasy playoffs. And he led people to championships. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, the production is going to be there. The opportunity definitely is going to be there for him. Uh, but how will he hold up with all the opportunity? I mean, I That's think ridiculous. with the addition of Kenny Galladay and um, just more weapons over there, I think, of course, it takes away from him uh, having to carry all the load. So kind of a safer bet this time around. But again, how will he hold up in the season? I think I think he's going to be a good, uh, a good bounce back player this year for sure. In a 12-team to 10-team league, is he first round worthy? I think he's still the first round worthy uh, running back for sure. So you should be able to draft. There you go. You got. You still should draft Saquon Barkley in the first round. He shouldn't be going in the second round. No, no, he's not a second round back uh, just yet. He still has the uh, the opportunity to put up good numbers. All right. Um. What was another uh, topic that I wanted to get on was um, more more fantasy uh, related news. The Carson Wentz. Yeah, <laughs> I know, I know. Uh, you already know this guy. So Carson Wentz stays, stays hurt. No, no, he does. He 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 does stay hurt wherever he goes. But that was a big addition or a big movement as far as like him being traded or released and going from the Philadelphia Eagles now to the Indianapolis Colts. Um, How does this guy affect not just the team that he left, but the team that he's going to and his now newfound injuries that he's gotten since he's been on the Colts for not even that long now. Um, I know a lot of people are up in arms about Michael Pittman. So this could affect him. It could affect Jonathan Taylor. 
maybe a Naeem Hines. Yeah, definitely. I mean, you know, you still got Marlon Mack over there as well. But I mean, like you're saying, Jonathan Taylor, uh, he was looked at as a top, you know, I want to say first pick as well. First round, early second round pick uh, due to Carson Wentz getting there and uh, able to spread the ball around to a T.Y. Hilton. Like you said, Michael Pittman. Um, but with him being injured, now you have a Jacob Eason. Like, are you mm. comfortable in thinking that he's going to be able to Carson Wentz does, even though, you know, I'm not a big fan of Carson Wentz, but he can spread the ball around with a good amount of talent around him. That's that's no, no question there. But Jonathan Taylor, definitely his stock falls with Carson Wentz being injured. So if, Mar- if Carson Wentz does come back, week one playing um, and you anticipate to have him through the through the season I mean Jonathan Taylor is still a good pick yeah and see I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna go ahead and, and, and combat you with that because I don't think Jonathan Taylor's stock is going to fall or his like I don't think it should fall because I believe they're just gonna really try to emphasize the run game that much more if yep. Carson Wentz isn't there so I believe Jonathan Taylor just gets a boost for me as far as like if Carson Wentz is not there um, I believe that they're really going to lean and depend on Jonathan Taylor that much more in that run game to kind of hold them together until they get their uh, starting quarterback back yeah um, and then again like last season with the Jonathan Jonathan Taylor Naeem Hines uh, you knew it was more of a production. So if Taylor was balling off, you weren't going to get a Hines sighting. Uh, you know, he would have been the RB2 in that situation uh, for mm-hmm. the Colts. So it's kind of, it's going to be like that. Like it, the opportunity is going to be there. But then if Jonathan Taylor with the box stack is getting no production, then you're going to lose, you're going to lose opportunity with Taylor going to the Hineses, the Max, the Jordan Wilkins all those people on the RB death chart there. Like like you said, I see an RB by committee situation there if a Carson Wentz isn't isn't uh, available. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, moving on to our next topic our next guy that I wanted to discuss because this is more so not dealing with a addition or offseason or draft person, but more so a comeback type story. With Joe Burrow, we know Joe Ooh. Burrow was the um, uh, 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 number one pick last year for the Bengals. Uh, he he was doing pretty good until he got injured last year, and um, now there's this whole story of his mental capacity, as far as like him being very passive and 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 stuff. Like, definitely, no, with Joe okay. Burrow being um, passive. Yeah. And- just a mind game for him coming back right. from a, a coming back from a, from a big time injury, right? You just coming back from this big time injury, like, and there are plenty of fantasy weapons on that Bengals team. Like, yes, if he sir. is, not, if he is not fully there mentally, physically, um, like this can really affect a lot of different uh, aspects as far as like from running backs, tight ends, wide receivers, um. It, this is a big. This is a big. This is a big piece in some of these yeah. people's uh, people's uh, fantasies this year. How does Joe Burrow, um, uh, this dynamic of him 
not coming into his own after coming back from a I mean, it was it was a pretty gruesome injury. It was bad. Yeah. So, um, like, how long do you think it, it may take for him to get it back in his groove? And how does that affect the likes of Joe Mixon, uh, Higgins, the new rookie, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd? Um, man, um, I think I think Burrow is going to be one of those comeback stories. Like I, I like with Dak. Um, I think both of them, with the weapons around them, uh, were on Burrow. Jamar Chase coming in, that's a former teammate of his. Tyler Boyd lighting it up like he did. T. Higgins, of course, the same guy there. Uh, I think him, not even, I didn't even mention Joe Mixon, but all of them together gives him hope to recover and, and excel in his position to do better than he did last year, you know, before the injury. He was having a, a great rookie year. Um, mm-hmm. Year two for him, I, I see him blowing up again. I mean, he has so many weapons, even though there's only one ball to share. But that puts less pressure on a Joe Burrow, a, a Joe Mixon, and, you know, T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd with Jamar Chase being there. So um, I, I just see his stock going up. Okay. Yeah, I like. I I really am a big fan of Joe Burrow. I just don't like the news about him being pretty. Uh, he hasn't looked uh, like himself since the injury, and I get it. That injury could be mentally weighing on him. He doesn't want to get injured again and get hurt again. But um, it's a possibility that it could just be a a little of the side effects of coming back from. A big time injury, and in that he'll, he'll he'll play it off, yep. and, and 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 at some point in time, these are growing pains. He'll get over it, and he'll start to ball out by week three, week four, maybe. But I I am interested in seeing how he is going to look in these preseason games, if and if they're going to play him. Right, they, it might be another situation where they're going to rest him up uh, until week one. I mean. That's some of the nah. things. Just get them all these reps in practice, yeah. and then have your backups be ready. Uh, so for to for that. Off of that, you spoke up on Dak. So, like, let's talk about that situation because that's another quarterback with the comeback situation in a comeback scenario where um, he was injured last year, had surgery. How do you expect? him now to bounce back because I believe he was dealing with a little soreness I believe in his shoulder yeah um, and I think that's a um, a, a precaution for Dak um, just having that little shoulder injury he did have an MRI the other day they're waiting on results because he's planning to try to come back to play week three of the preseason so he's trying to get back to just get some reps in but I think that's more of a precaution for from the coaches and from Dak to not have to do too much work as he's still rehabbing in a way, but he should okay. be ready by week one. And again, I think that's another great story. I mean, he, he did mention he wanted to get back to being a balanced offense. So running the ball last year, they were down a lot. So he had to, they were down and, and playing from behind. So he had to throw a lot, but um, I think Zeke losing some weight. I think the feed me model can really come in now where, he can get fed because he looks he looks a little more elusive now. And then you got mm-hmm. Tony Pollard, who's uh, who's shown that 
with Zeke hurt last year that he could step in and do some job and some work. So I think that kind of affects Zeke's stock. But um, again, it's another situation like the Bengals where there's a lot of weapons around you. Michael Gallup, uh, C.D. Lamb, not even mentioning Amari Cooper, who just came back off the pup list. So they're looking they're looking uh, beefy and, and hefty on the, on the offensive side for sure. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I'm very interested in that Dak situation because he has a lot of fantasy implications on players like you just spoke of, Gallup, uh, CeeDee Lamb, Cooper, and Zeke. Those are all players that we will definitely have our eyes on. And we will be trying to give a, get, get a lot of get a lot of shares of that of that 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 nice and hefty uh, um stout Dallas offense. Yep. Um, my next uh, guy that we I wanted to talk about, and this is a big one to me because um, of how much time he's missing. This is a tight end. Now, we know that there's only a few tight ends out there that are really worthy of being taken in the first few rounds. This okay. is Darren Waller. Darren Waller has now missed a lot of practices. Mm. It's becoming a bit of an issue. Um with some people because they're starting to get a little worrisome. Um, I don't know if you've heard, but uh, he's been dealing with an injury um, and they're kind of trying to keep it under wraps. Yeah. um, Darren Waller, I mean, you know, he's like top three tight end. Dude put up a lot of points last year uh, for all his fantasy owners, but him he's missing reps. Uh, he's been with- missing reps, right? He's been missing practices. This is going on like eight days of missing practices, and um, th- this is something that we should keep our eyes on because uh, that's a big hit to that offense. And if somebody's trying to take him early, um, it- it's a possibility he may not be there for the first few weeks if if this is ongoing. Yeah, dude hasn't practiced since, I mean, the 9th of August. I mean, that's concerning for sure. Uh, They're getting ready for their first preseason game this week against Seattle. Uh, So, of course, you want to get some reps out there with with Derek Carr and see what they have. They have new receivers, John Brown, just to see what they got going on and and mesh, of course, with these pieces. Um, Number one piece in their offense, um, man. (laughs) <laughs> That's it's very concerning for sure. Past two seasons, 197 receptions for over 2,000 yards, 12 touchdowns. Mm. Wow, he's been he's been producing a lot for them, and that would be concerning to me not not have my star out there for sure. Yes, for yes, it would. Yes, it would. So for those Darren Waller owners, keep your eyes and your ears open for all news concerning Darren Waller. Because uh, this is something that uh, could definitely, you mean, like you 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 definitely can't. Um, as I as I say, you definitely like, and a lot of people say you can't win your first, you can't win your championship in the first round, but you can definitely lose it if you make <laughs> the wrong pick. Yes. Um, like these first few rounds, you kind of need to like hit hit on all of these first few rounds. Because uh, these are these are players that that you're expecting to be in your lineup every week. Yeah, these are your starters that carry you home at the end of the day. That carry the exactly. load. 
So you need um, these workhorses. Yeah, he's a big workhorse, and the tight end. We already know how desolate the tight end position is already. So he's one of the top three, I believe. He's in that top three. Right. Um. The next guy that I want to talk about, and this is another big guy. He's a top ten running back in my eyes. Aaron Jones has been missing practice a lot with a, a ailing hamstring injury. Now we know about Aaron Rodgers and his whole ordeal on the offseason talking about he was ready to get traded blah 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 uh, but he's back and now uh, De- Devontae Adams is back they're trying to work out a contract extension with him but not having Aaron Jones this could hurt possibly yeah. the Packers um, for the foreseeable future if they don't have their star running back. I do like A.J. Dillon. What is your Ooh. thoughts on A.J. Dillon though? I like this big back, man. A.J. Dillon um, with the opportunity you saw him last year. Uh, Aaron Jones had an injury last season. I think it was similar to what he's going through now with the hammy. And we already know about running backs and these hammy issues. This is a big deal. Um, in general, because you need your legs. That's one of the leg injury. It's it's concerning. But AJ, this dude is is a beast. I mean, literally, he looks. But it's a grown man. He's a monster. Man, he's a monster. So, man, make a business. Um, you got to make a business decision there. Yeah, this is a big guy, kind of like a Derrick Henry. I'm not giving him <laughs> the accolade, but he has the potential to to beast uh, down there. Uh, in the run game I mean it's good either you go I mean this is just a situation to monitor uh Aaron Jones would have been looking a suspect had they had to have the other quarterback start in place of Aaron Rodgers I mean but with Aaron Rodgers back both of these running backs whoever starts can they excel in this offense for sure man this has been a good episode so far I really uh, appreciate you uh, giving us a little bit of your time. I know we're both out and about at work. This is a lunchtime special because we do got <laughs> some We do got some So we kind of wanted to get this in earlier for those people that wanted to. Uh, we we, we kind of want to give you some, some, some tips and some tricks and, and keep your eyes open for some of those people that are going to be playing tonight. Is there anybody in these games tonight that you want to tell your audience to keep their eyes on um, going forward because I like that I'm going to have my eye on in these just it's only two games tonight yep. but it's still a small sample size but still like football is back so yeah um, first game of course we got the Steelers at the Eagles we did get a sample size of, of the Steelers last week against the Cowboys with uh, Najee Harris, if you haven't heard of him, I mean, I'm, I'm sure he's been to talk. Um, that's one of them. However, yes. with the Eagles, I want to see how that hurts situation is because they're not committing to saying that he's going to be the QB one. That's oh. one of the things there. And oh. then the second game being the, the Washington football team uh, versus New England, I want to see that quarterback situation over there with Cam and Mac Jones for sure. Yes, 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 yes. That is that is that is that is a, that is an interesting situation to be in right now. Um, wow, yeah, I, I'm interested to see what Mac Jones is looking like. 
because um, he's going to play a big part as far as like if I'm going to really go in on the likes of like a Damian Harris. Yep. Because Damian Harris has a chance to really, really take the bull by its horns and take it to the next level. We know Sonny Michelle and uh, I don't know. Is James White still there? I think James White is still yeah, there. James White still third on the dev chart there. Right. Um, but I really believe Damian Harris has a chance to really take it to the next level and be one of those sneaky backs that you can get on the later rounds that could actually sneak into the top 20, yeah. top 15. Um, but the only concern of mine is those touchdowns because Cam Newton is a touchdown golf. Uh, 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 um, uh, what, what do they say? He's a touchdown. <laughs> he's a, he's a robber there for sure. He'll rob he you touchdowns. Touchdowns at the goal line. So I'm concerned about to see if he's going to be the quarterback going forward, or is it going to be the likes of Mac Jones? Yeah, and I mean, you know. I think they did, of course, they signed Cam Newton to an extension one year. Um, they did bring in Nelson Aguilar for him. They brought in they brought in Hunter Henry. They brought in Johnny Smith. So they gave him some yes. weapons to yes. deal with. Um, that's a tight end situation that, you know, I, I'm going to stay away from anyway. But uh, you know how we are with the running backs there, too. It's it's on the fence where you don't know who's going to who's gonna uh, beast this day. Uh, but Cam mm. is surrounded. If you are in a quarterback two league, Cam is somebody you can look at. Or this situation, whoever starts out of Cam and Mac, you're going to look at them because there's opportunity for this offense for sure. Yeah, there's plenty of there's plenty of opportunity there for a lot of different players. But you're right, Bilicek. It's hard to predict that guy. This is a this is this is a coaching staff that. They love to spread it around, and there isn't no clear cut on who is going to get the ball uh, at any point in time in that offense. So uh, be very weary of that. Understand who you're dealing with there with uh, Coach Belichick. Um, I am interested in seeing what Najee Harris is going to look like uh, today. Uh, he's been one of my backs that I've been uh, eyeing. And I'm hoping that he gets a little bit more carries than just seven carries that he had last week for 22 yards. I'm hoping he, he could get almost uh, anywhere up to 10 to 12 carries and hopefully get about 50 yards and maybe a touchdown. But um, we already know once you score those touchdowns in the preseason, your, start, start, your stock starts to rise. And um, I don't really want his stock to rise that much, but like uh, – I am interested because the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to be a prolific offense, I believe, with Big Ben back at the helm as long as he can stay healthy. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, he is a, a veteran Super Bowl quarterback there. Um, like you said, I think they are going to be more on the run. I mean, this is a dual threat running back. He does catch passes out the backfield. He does. He, he showed that in college. And yep. um, they're going to use him. I mean, James Conner back then he was pretty good at that but he did drop some balls so he wasn't really hands-on per se but uh Najee Harris he's a the utility back for them I don't see anyone really eating that at his uh opportunity or production um and then he has a good supporting cast with with the wide receivers on that team so Big Ben got some more talent um but you know I, I was going to tell you about my my pick for their division I still think the Browns 
has a slight edge over them. But um, yeah, I, I see Big Ben still being able to put up some numbers. Yes, I do love Big Ben. I love I love a lot of that offense from uh Claypool, Deontay Johnson, yep. um, Juju. It, it's just it's just a lot of pieces over there that I really like. And um, it's going to be interesting to see how that plays out because they're in a tough division as well. Right. The Browns, the Ravens, and the Bengals. Like, oh, my God, it's just too many players to talk about. We're already 30 minutes in, and I don't want to keep you too long, but uh, I believe this has been a great and productive show with some hitters. Just to start, we're going to have more shows coming out weekly. Um, we're going to try to do this at least three to four times a week now, get more consistent. We're going to be giving you more um, because I believe the, the streets are asking for more. Yes. So, like, as, as much as we can, we're going to try to pour into our fantasy lovers out there. The audience is definitely giving us love. And um, hopefully uh, we'll be having some um, advertisement and marketing deals coming in into work soon <laughs> enough. <laughs> Yeah, man. But for now, we're just going to be keep giving you guys the great content, the great love, and, and just all those tips and tricks that you need to hopefully lead you to some fantasy championships on that mountaintop. Because I, 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 I've been there before. You've been there before. We want everybody to understand that that is where we're, that is our end goal. That is yes. my end goal. That is it. Hey, and uh, we did win one last last season in one of our leagues. So um, I know yes, I won we, one in mine. You won one in yours. Yes, we still got to we got to have an episode where we popping some champagne. You know, <laughs> <laughs> like we won a championship game, bro. So you already know we, yes, we are on. Yes. Consistency oh, is key, and we're gonna get at it, like you said. We're gonna get at it. This is gonna be a good year. Twenty twenty one is already on the go. I believe this is going to be very productive. It's going to be very uh, growth. That's what that's what, that's what we're all about: growing here, learning, and keeping everything um, keeping everything forward. Yeah, we're not, we're not we're not concentrating on the things of the past. We're going forward here, right? There we go. I agree, one hundred percent. Yes, sir. So uh, it's been good. Um, I'll, I'll definitely tap in with you. Uh, later on this week, but uh, anything you want to shout out to let uh, let them know? You got anything in the works? Ah, uh, man, just still gonna keep up uh, Red Zone, like you said. Uh, still with the uh, sequel of uh, Flexes and O's. Just Flexes quick and picks. O's. Yes, Lord, that's what I wanted you to talk about. The Flexes and O's is back. Yeah, man, it's still gonna be back. Second season here. Just those quick picks. Uh, but of course, more in depth talk here on Red Zone. But uh, hey. yeah, stay tuned for everything. Hey, that's what I like. Um, you can definitely hit us up if you're looking for consultant work. Uh, we are fantasy consultants as well, so um, we're only going to be taking on so many. So, like, as 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 people come in, first come, first serve. Um, so yeah, like like, like we are those guys. You know what I mean, like. Our, our track record speaks for itself. So, like, we just got to put that out there in the wind and let it catch fire. Absolutely. Let's get it, man. Let's get it, bro. Well, it's been good. And uh, I will catch you on the other side.
Sounds like a plan. Stay, stay hungry. You guys stay safe. Yeah, stay safe, stay hungry, stay vigilant, y'all. Peace. Wear your mask. <laughs> All day. <laughs> <laughs>